Welcome, listeners, to our patron-requested review of The Assassination of Richard Nixon. Hey, Ellen, sit next to your sister. Come on, Sam Jr. You guys, dinner's ready. Daddy's taking a picture. See you next Sunday, Sam. Yeah, I'll see you next Sunday. My name is Sam Bick, and I consider myself a grain of sand. It says here that you're currently employed as an office furniture salesman? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's correct. You want to know who the greatest salesman in the world is? That man right there. He sold the whole country on himself twice. The salesman who believes is the salesman who receives. I really believe in this desk. Remember, power is a state of mind. Everything okay at work? Everything okay at home. So, The Assassination of Richard Nixon, released in 2004, starring Sean Penn, Naomi Watts, Don Cheadle, and Jack Thompson. Do you know Jack Thompson from anything? I haven't actually bothered to look him up. But... I know he's an Aussie bloke. Oh, really? Yeah, I think he's very well known down here. I think he was in like, oh, the man. Very the man. well known. Jack Thompson, he's like one of those. <laughs> Even you're just like, hmm, I know he's an Aussie bloke. <laughs> man from Snowy River, I believe. Is that a TV show? I think it was. Is that like uh, Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman? The Australian version, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I think Jane Seymour. Huh? Yes, of course. Where do you know her from? Summer in time. Oh, gosh, you do. <laughs> now, this has music by Stephen M. Stern, who hasn't done a lot of other composing, but he has done some soundtrack work for the likes of Deadpool, Logan, and Gone Girl. What would soundtrack work involve that isn't score? score? Picking the tracks? No, soundtrack is he has made a song, like lyrics. Oh, so he's made a song. Yeah, several songs for different films, but this is his only movie that he did a score for. Oh, okay. Cinematography by Emmanuel Lubeski. Have you heard of that name before? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Have you really? Yeah, Emmanuel Lubeski. You yeah. say it all the time. Do I? Well, this more is the than... first time we're going over some of his work here. Really? Yes. I do know that name. You do know that name because he is a three-time, in a row, Oscar winner for cinematography. The Revenant? Yes. Gravity? Birdman and Gravity. Yeah, I do know that name, yeah. yeah. He also did work on The Tree of Life and Children of Men as well. Jeez. Both good-looking films. And I do say, like, Children of Men, Gravity, because in regards to who produces film, Alfonso Cuaron. Yeah, I was surprised to see him there. Yeah, I saw his name pop up in the credits. I'm like, oh, really? A right. little, little early day producer credit. Why not? Yes, of course. Did you see who was he, one of the executive producers I to this? I did see Mr. Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, what is he doing executive producing this film? Yeah, it's a random film to be uh, picking up oh, on, isn't incredibly it? Incredibly random. <laughs> it's not like it's going to be a big moneymaker for him. Maybe he thought so at the time. I highly doubt it. Anyway, this was written by Kevin Kennedy and Niels Muller, who also directed the film. Niels Muller. Do you know what else he directed? No. That's because he hasn't directed anything else. Oh, really? Only, only directed film. film. Yep, this is his only film he's ever done. That's surprising. Is it? Yeah, it is. Why would you just do one? Maybe he didn't want to do any more after this. Like he Maybe got, this one crushed him so He bad. had a great crew behind him. I don't know. Maybe they didn't want to maybe they didn't want him to do any more after this. Maybe he was like a, a figurehead and really he had no control over it at all. And it was this evil Alfonso Cuaron who was, you know, taking over the film. Nah, see if he'd done that, it would have been a better film. Did Sony produce this? Why are you asking me questions I don't know? <laughs> well, they're known to, you know, interfere heavily. I don't think they did this one. Fair enough. So Sean Penn was actually attached to this project for six years before the financing of this picture was secured. Yeah, I mean, I think it shows that to actually be on board for six years shows a lot of uh, a passion for the project. 
Yeah, and this is coming off his uh, recent win for Mystic River as well. He win for Mystic River. Best actor. He sure did. Very good. Yeah. What I found interesting was that this was originally going to be a fictional story, but when they actually started looking into it, they realised that it was actually so similar to real-life events that they remodelled their story to be based on a real-life story. Yeah, so when they say in this film that it is inspired by a true story, you know, people perk their ears up like, ooh, is this a true story, is it? You can I say know, inspired, I based I, off. I was I was definitely perked up when I saw that. You see the words true story and you're like, oh, this is real. Yes, obviously. It says inspired, though. You've got you to gotta pick up on those extra words they do there. Did you do any research into the real life story of this? No, I just leave that sort of thing for you. <laughs> did you? I believe I did. and I. You think- believe you did? <laughs> do you remember doing it or not? It was a few days ago now. <laughs> But no, I believe it's similar enough to be, you know, based on a true story. I'm not sure why you're belittling the inspired by true events sort of tagline there. Because I always get wary when it has inspired You get wary, based. do you? If it says something like a true story, I'm like, okay, all of this is legit. The fact that they say it's inspired, meaning some vagueness about this film actually happened. Well, there was a, an actual plot to assassinate Richard Nixon. Yeah, that's probably what the true part of it is. With some guy who was who tried to hijack a plane, mm-hmm. ran down. Like, it seems like the whole ending of this, at least, is very much... True. True. That's where it's inspired from. So, the, the last... Small section of this film is the true part. The rest of it is just could be completely made up. Wonder if he did those memoirs in real life because I think that would be the kicker. I think he did. Looking through some trivia, I think I think that part was true as well. I think this is pretty close, then, Hendo. Oh, I you think, think you think the part because he because he mailed off some letters and he hijacked a plane. Yeah, this whole, I mean, this whole thing is what true. else is there? What the entire story? Of, I mean, do you want the job? Do you want his application his, for a wife? small loan to be really true to life? Like, oh, he didn't even apply for a loan. Oh, his poor ex-wife that was there, his mate, his brother, his job—all that was absolutely one hundred percent fact. I think we can establish that inspired means there's a couple of uh, couple of truths to this film. I think we've established that you're a real stickler for the old inspired by true events tagline and based and based. Yes, both of those both of those words. Nah, get them out of here. Hmm. It's either true or it's not. All right. Well, do you consider the Titanic to be based on true events? That is inspired from true events. So, do you think it's true? There is a section of it that's true. I don't think the I mean, Jack it, and Rose relationship it, was true. Well, there you go. Does it irk you that so much of that movie was fake? No, because it never says Titanic inspired by true events. It does. <laughs> no, because it can say Titanic. Like, I know I know about that story. Do you, though? Did you before you watched the yeah, Titanic? shit that sunk. You did not. I didn't know the, the Titanic sunk. No, not when you were like 10. Oh, yeah, when I was watching the iceberg, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> what twist? You're walking in the cinema like, no one spoil this for me. <laughs> I'm going in blind. How many times have you seen this to know this happens? <laughs> but this did have a limited release in America on the 29th of December in 2004, so it could uh, be, a, be a contender for the Oscars. That's what always what they do. If they throw in a limited release a couple of days by the end of the year, it's just so they get that opportunity for any Oscar-worthy noms. So was it nominated for any Oscars, Hendo? It was not. Well, that's a shame. Yes, it was, but with a runtime of 95 minutes with a tagline of the mad story of a true man. That's a good tagline. That is a good tagline. I like that we say the taglines now. Have like, we always? You, you mean you like that I came up with the idea to do taglines? Is this a new thing this that is a just new thing. came in that I never realised started? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind it. I do remember doing a generic tagline like, why are you doing these stupid taglines for? What's the point? 
<laughs> but this was released over 59 theatres, ran for about nine weeks, roughly nine weeks. That's pretty small in comparison to what a lot of, a lot of other films are released for. Yeah, like Avengers and whatnot. Yes, of course. <laughs> this doesn't include re-releases either. Like Titanic, which yes. was at the cinemas for like two years. Yeah, pretty much. This doesn't have a recorded budget either. I couldn't find anything about the budget. I do know that it did gross 700000 in America, but grossed $4.4 million worldwide. So I do not know if it made a profit or not. I'd say it didn't. I would say it didn't as well. Yeah. Especially in America, of course. Yeah, definitely in America. But maybe that's why Mr. Mueller here didn't uh, get offered any more roles for directing. Yeah, it wouldn't have helped. Definitely not. But as we mentioned at the start, this is a patron-requested review, and this one is brought to us by Brother Shane. Brother Shane, yes, we've all heard him. We know some of his other previous picks. Is this, is, do you feel like this is in line with a, a Brother Shane pick? I mean, I think it's a decent pick. I'm happy you picked it. Brother Shane likes to go for niche films that uh, not a lot of people have heard of. I don't mind that. Well, like, that's fine. I'm not not saying that's bad at all. I'm just saying... What are you saying, Hendo? That this is definitely right up Shane's alley. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You can tell this is a, a Shane film, and that's okay. But this does have an average of 7.0 over 25,000 ratings. So mid-tier IMDb rating right there. Yeah, fair enough. But we're going to find out if it's a 7.0 or higher or lower for us, aren't we, Dean? Yes, we will, Hendo. Let's Let, get into let's it. Let's do it, mate. Thank you very much, listeners, for checking out this patron preview. Yeah, if you want to check out the whole episode, we've got everything over on patreon.com slash Journey, And we've got over 50 bonus episodes over there too, including various film series like the Die Hard series, X-Men series, Mission Impossible series. We've also gone through some notable film directors such as Wes Anderson, Edgar Wright and Quentin Tarantino. That's right. There's also tons of other benefits too. Early access to our main show, patron-only polls that we put up on the regular. Yeah, exactly. You can also shape the show the way you want it to be by telling us what films you would like us to break down. And Dean said it spot on patreon.com slash imdbjourney. Go ahead and head on over there and check out all the rewards and benefits we have to offer. And we thank you once again for checking us out. Thanks, y'all. 